Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week in E-Town, we're going to revisit a show from our 2001 season, featuring two of our coolest guests that we've ever had. And that show starts right now. From the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's guests from New York City MC Records recording artist Odetta and from Chicago, Illinois, Silvertone recording artist Buddy Guy. Right now, here's your host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. Get together every week, listen to some live music, talk a little bit about the world around us. Uh, the blues is everywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of music you choose, it would not be the same uh, without that particular kind of music. Bill Monroe and his Bluegrass Boys, they sounded different from everybody else because he learned how to play the blues from this guy, Arnold Schultz, who's this black street musician in his neighborhood. Zydeco, Cajun, uh, country music that's actually country music has the blues in it. Pop music, Motown folk, you know, it, all the psychedelic stuff, it's in there. It's a gift for modern music that's been going on for about 100 years. And this week, we get to hear it from the source, kind of a straight line from the field hollers and church music through uh, Charlie Patton and Blind and Lemon Jefferson and Robert Johnson and Sunhouse and Lead Belly and on through Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters and B.B. King, Freddie King, Albert Collins, all these guys right into the hands of our first guest this week. Very excited. Uh, for the first time ever, please welcome to E-Town from Chicago, Illinois, uh, the real deal, Silvertone recording artist, Mr. Buddy Guy. Thank you. 
Stop me now, because I, I just, I, 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 I.
you just got to love me, girl. Tony, just stick me. Hit me, hit me, hit me, make them love me. so much. Great to have you here, finally. It's taken a while, but man, you sound good. Thank you. <laughs> you were pretty creative, probably, as a kid. I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, that you were one of the first ways you tried to make music was pulling the wires off the screen door and trying to figure out some way to make a guitar out of that. Is that true? I think I can go back a little further than that on you. Yes, that was the second one, but you you, used to, you ever take the button and put two strings in it and make a yo-yo out of it? It's to call it yo-yo like this, and I used to tie up my hair. I'd get a, my spanking with my mom and dad every time it would get like that. But that was the first noise I had. You take a, yeah. a button and you put the string in it, and you jerk it, and sooner or later it goes spinning backwards and forward. And uh, it makes a noise at your ear. And that, then the rubber band, then the screen wall. You, uh... You must have not had a lot to do <laughs> when you were growing up. Uh, Actually, your parents you, were sharecroppers, right? So you were well, working. Well, I was just going to answer you that. Yeah. You, you're not from the country, are you, man? My no. first job. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I would reach down and pick cotton and inject the button, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I had a job at six years old, and I've been working ever since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you made the long train ride September 57 up to Chicago. That must have been another... September, September 25th, 1957. Yeah. I didn't think I was good enough to be a guitar player to be answering questions for you now, but I was yeah. fortunate enough to meet uh, great Muddy Waters, the Howlin' Wolf, and all those people who taught us everything. They know that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was uh, right into the heart of the whole scene. You just dove right in. 
There was also those, uh, those, those cutting contests must have been pretty fierce, too, where they have several guitarists trying to kind of just win the prize at the end of the night. The best I ever seen. A lot yeah. of them passed away. The greatest guitar I ever, play, uh, ever saw play was the late great Earl Hooker with slide and fingers, man. You know, I mean, I wish he could have. Yeah. He could do record. it all. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know about it. I've heard him, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should have yeah. seen him. Yeah. <laughs> he made me and B.B. King cry one night, man, just watching. <laughs> I saw a photograph the other day of you at the Newport Folk Festival in 1968. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the Newport Folk Festival, there's all this other kind of music from all over the country. Did any of that blow your mind, or was that stuff that just made sense to you because it kind of came from the same place? Well, at that point, I was so excited just to be there. And I, because I, I, my dream was like when I told you I went to Chicago, I didn't dream of me being there. So I'm like watching Count Bass and all these New Orleans jazz, and B.B. Yeah. King was there. I think it's here with like 16,000 people. Yeah, it's a big crowd. And we just cut loose and let's let them know who we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was asking because I think that uh, Odetta, who's coming up a little later in the show, she was and there I that same. And yeah, yeah. I haven't seen her since, yeah. You know, I, I, they asked me, do you know Odetta? I said, no, I haven't seen her since we was hanging in New York with the Chamber Rose and Hendrix and things like that. Yeah. And this is, uh, I can't wait. Let's talk a little bit about the new record. Recorded up uh, down in North Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of a back-to-the-basics record in a way, and I don't know whether that was something you were looking for. Or... I didn't like it when they first brought it to me, but I knew about it because the first time I heard it, I thought about the late Sunhouse Fred McDowell, which I had a chance to play with all those guys, Muddy Waters and them. And I said, wait a minute, I, I don't want to mess this up. It sounds too good for the Put Buddy guy on there. So the first thing they told me, said, no, we're not going to let you get influenced by this. They put me out in the hallway, and I still haven't been in the studio in Sweet Tea Studio yet, because that's the name of the, the studio, Sweet Tea. So I just went in and said, I'm going to be Buddy Guy and play along with these guys, and I really love it, because my band looked at me and said, we didn't like it at first, but, you know, we played it all night, and now we love it. Yeah. And, uh, and now, you know, you've been talking about all these people that you got to work with, play music with, hang out with, spend time with, who aren't here anymore. So, you know, you think about, uh, as I was talking about when I was introducing you, this is kind of a straight line right down to you and maybe B.B. King now are still the guys about who are... About the same two from that area is still traveling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, from the outside, everything looks pretty good. You've got a good record out. You've got a good record contract. Reviewers go nuts for this new record. You've got a great club. Legends in Chicago's doing real well. Hey, but one problem I have. They don't play blues on radio like they used to. Most of the stations won't play it, you know. Yeah. I would like an answer to that, you know, because, uh, you know, I would like to hear a little muddy, sunny boy and those guys who taught us everything we know at least once or twice a week. That would be great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're trying to do our part. But I know it's... I know, that's why you got me here, and I appreciate that yeah. too, man. Don't forget, because, yeah, yeah. you know, I would have jumped out of a plane to get you here tonight just to get a chance to, to, to say what I'm saying about that music, because... Once... But the thing that I want to mention is that, and I know you know this, I'm not trying to, to, to stir up trouble or anything, but it's, whether it's a Stevie Ray Vaughan record or an Eric Clapton record, or, you know, sometimes it's those guys who get the airplay, and it's not the guys they learn from. B.B. Uh, King just told me this is the biggest record of his life. The one he made with Eric Clapton? Just made with Eric, and yeah. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And it wouldn't be if it wouldn't be for Eric. 
But if me and B.B. King go in and cut that record, it wasn't going to sell as many as it do now because the kids who buy records are not going to hear it till 3.30 in the morning. And that's what I'm talking about. Just give us a little bit there once in a while, and I'd appreciate that. Okay. All right. Thank you. The buddy guy. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. We're yeah, going to get back to music right now. Yeah. And uh, welcome back from Chicago, Illinois, Silvertone recording artist, Mr. Buddy Guy. Thank you. In this sticky heat, I can feel you open up to me. Love comes out of nowhere, baby, just like a hurricane. And it feels like rain. Help me say that. 
myself because this is the way I want you to do it. Thank you very much. I love you. That's Buddy Guy. Along with Tony Z on the keyboards, Orlando Wright on the bass, Jerry Porter on the drums, Frank Blinkle on guitar, Jason Moynihan on the sax, legendary Buddy Guy. We'll be back with more music, plus a great achievement award, all from this show from our 2001 season, after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. Thank you, Tony Z, for that little interlude. We're going to be back. Uh, Buddy Guy's going to be back with more music in the second half of the show. And coming up, uh, another legend in American music, Odetta, is going to be here to do some songs from her latest CD, which is uh, it's a tribute to Hari Ledbetter, also known as Leadbelly. So she's coming up in just a bit. And, you know, in the same way that music made tough times better for so many people, you know, there are people all over the country who take the time, make a commitment to make their communities a little stronger, a little safer, a little healthier in whatever way they can. They do these things on their own time, almost always as volunteers. And we hear about them from listeners and get to share their stories with you, give them a little recognition on the air. It's the Achievement Award, something we do every week. Here comes Helen Forster to tell you about this week's winner. Thanks, Nick. 
This week's story was sent in by listener Christine Fry of Portland, Oregon. Christine listens to E-Town on KOPB, and she sent in a letter to us nominating a woman from her own hometown. Christine writes, Jenny Nelson is the co-founder of the Sisters of the Road Cafe. It's a non-profit establishment where nutritious food is served with dignity to the homeless of Portland. First opened in November of 1979, the cafe is still going strong, providing a safe place to gather and share a decent meal. Everyone is welcome as long as they remain non-violent. The cafe also has a job training program giving people basic work experience and restaurant job skills. As co-founder and longtime executive director of the Sisters of the Road Cafe, I'd love to see Jenny Nelson receive an E-Town E-Achievement Award, signed Christine Fry. And Nick, we've tracked Jenny down. She's at the cafe waiting on the phone to talk with us and tell us more about all this. So please give a warm E-Town welcome to this week's winner from Portland, Oregon. Here comes Jenny Nelson. How are you, Jenny? I'm fine. Thanks for joining us. It sounds like an amazing thing you started. Thank uh, you. What, uh, what gave you the idea to get something like this going? You know, I um, had been working in the Burnside neighborhood, which is where the cafe is located in Portland, Oregon. And Burnside was Portland Skid Road, if you will. Mm -hmm. and, um, and basically, um, what people said is, you know, we'd like an alternative to the missions and soup lines. They invited us to go and try the soup lines out, and we did, and we agreed with them. There ought to be a place where folks who were homeless and or living on really low incomes could eat with dignity. Because the soup lines didn't offer that. Um, no. The, um, those were the kinds of things that people said. You know, I, I want to be able to dine with dignity. I'd like to barter my labor instead of my soul. Yeah, so that's what happens now. And I suspect the food is maybe a little better, too. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, you know, we make everything homemade in the cafe, and uh, one of the sweetest compliments we got in the early days of Sisters was that the food's recognizable on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, are the meals uh, free? No, we charge for the meal. We charge a dollar twenty-five for the meal and twenty-five cents for a beverage. So for a dollar fifty, you can get a full meal deal in Sisters. And if you have cash or food stamp credit, you can use those. If you don't have that, you can work for your meal. And you can, um, in a 15-minute segment, earn the $1.50 for a meal and beverage by washing dishes or bussing the table or cleaning the bathroom. Right. And if you work at the end of the day on the cleanup crew, you can make um, 6 to $12 in credit that then you can use in Sisters with your family and friends anytime we're open. Yeah. So what are the customers like at the Sisters of the Road Cafe? Who comes in? Well, it's a diverse community. If you walked in the door, you would see men and women all ages. You would see families. You would see children and babies. You would see homeless teens. You would see folks who are Native American, African American, and Hispanic, along with Caucasian. And um, their stories is as unique as them individually. You know, Mo, who a uh, longtime customer in the cafe, has been coming in for over a decade dealing with alcoholism. Probably one of the sweetest compliments he gave sisters a long time ago was that, you know, I come into the cafe because I can work for my meal, and my self-esteem stays intact while I'm in there. And... Um, 
you love me when I'm sober and you love me when I'm not, and you never judge me about that. You just offer this place where I can come in and glimpse that there are uh, more choices still yeah. left in my life. Jenny, uh, how many meals do you serve a day, do you think? We average about 260, 320 meals a day. And you've got some volunteers? Yeah, we have a, a large volunteer support effort that goes on in the cafe. We probably have about 350 active volunteers at this point. Um, we have a staff that is paid, but the volunteers work alongside our staff and our job trainees. Our job trainees come right from our customer base. And these are people who probably have not been employed for a long time. I think sometimes when mainstream America hears job training program, they think, oh, you know, they're going to teach them how to write a resume and, and do a job interview. But we're talking about work development. We're talking point of entry job training, yeah. folks who have not had a job for maybe 10 years or more and have struggled with addictions and are maybe new in recovery. And probably one of the biggest tools a person gets in participation in our job training program is learning how to deal with conflict, to not get yeah. fired. Yeah. I don't know if you're proud of this, but this is an amazing thing you started. And any ideas since you started, how many meals you've served altogether, how many people you've helped? Well, I know that um, when we turned 20 in 1999, we had served up our one millionth meal. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, wow. That's amazing, Jenny. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Pleasure talking with you. We're going to send you a Framed Achievement Award certificate in the mail and, and keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jenny. All righty. That's Jenny Nelson, winner of this week's Achievement Award. Thanks to listener Christine Fry of Portland, Oregon, who nominated our winner this week. As our way of saying thanks, Christine will be sending you a copy of the latest E-Town Live compilation CD. For our listeners, if you'd like more information about Jenny Nelson and the Sisters of the Road Cafe, contact us. Or if you have an idea of someone you think deserves some recognition, send in their story, and they may end up on the air. Get hold of us here in E-Town on the net at info at etown.org, or write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thanks a lot, Helen. Achievement Award. So isn't that cool? Jenny started with a great idea, grew it all up like crazy. And I know the stories of people like that in your hometowns. If you think about them, let us know. We'd love to put them on the air. As I mentioned before, Buddy Guy's coming up with his band for some more music in just a bit. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guest. Odetta was born in Birmingham, Alabama in 1930. Moved to Los Angeles with her family at the age of six. She began performing when she was a teenager and pretty shortly thereafter became aware of the real need for both social and political reform and the power of music in uh, bringing about change. She marched and sang with Dr. Martin Luther King, sang at the Civil Rights March in Washington, sang for President Kennedy, and has uh, traveled all over the world with her amazing voice now for more than 50 years. Her songs, she's got a new CD of all Lead Belly songs. Please welcome back to E-Town from New York City, Odetta. What they called Bias of Prejudice used to be called Jim Crow. This is a Lead Belly song called Jim Crow Blues.
Johnson told me, and I know it's true, it's bad luck for me, you, you, Jim Crowism is bad luck for me and me. Now I've been traveling, I've been traveling from coast to coast. Everywhere I've been, I find me some old Jim Crow. One thing, people, I want you to know You're gonna find some Jim Crow every place you go Down in Louisiana, Tennessee, Georgia is a mighty place to go And get together to break up that old Jim Crow Odetta, before we go into the next tune, I want to pester you for a little bit, if I might. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> pester ahead. I just like the fact that uh, you've been able to sort of be drawn by these songs that Lead Belly had as part of his repertoire. And so many of them are, have become classics, you know? Yeah. I never did see him live. I grew up on the West Coast. He was right. in New York. But I learned through his records his, uh, the way I learned from Lead Belly. It must have been an amazing uh, experience for him, just like we were talking with Buddy Guy about that trip from Louisiana up to uh, Chicago. It must have been amazing for Lead Belly to get up to New York in the 40s, or I guess in the 30s, and just become a part of that scene and be embraced in that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was talking to uh, Buddy also about the Newport Folk Festival. Was that a big event for you when you first went to Newport? Oh, it was spectacular. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that it seemed like there was a bunch of hope around there, that these people came together from all over the country, and people who would not normally meet each other, different walks of life, different styles of music. But uh, there was something that they were aiming towards and the music was helping them find. At least that's the sense I get from a distance. But uh, you've done a great job, Odette, at kind Thank of uh, breaking down those common barriers and including people like Harry Belafonte and others who might not think of themselves as folk singers. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> 
Anyway, I thank you again for giving us a fresh take on all these great old Lead Belly classics, and we we'll get back to music. Welcome back once again to E-Town, Odetta. The Midnight Special comes out of Texas where they don't give pardons. <laughs> and there is a, a line in here, if, when the, the police will arrest you and when the jury finds you guilty, you're penitentiary bound. Okay, that's called cheap labor, honey. Midnight special Shine whoever love and light on 
from New York City. That's Odetta. Latest CD is called Looking for a Home out on MC Records. Got David Keys over on the keyboards, along with E Tones. Odetta. We'll be back with more from Buddy Guy and Odetta after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KRVS in Lafayette and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on WRSI in Northampton, Massachusetts, and parts there around, and on KTHX in Reno, Nevada. As always, if you'd like to learn anything about E-Town, there's so much information online at etown.org. Thanks to our special guest this week, we've got a very kind of consistent but different musical thing going on here this week. It's definitely bluesy, definitely soulful. We're going to get right back to the more Chicago side of things right now. Welcome back to the stage along with his fine band, Silvertone recording artist, Mr. Buddy Guy. I 
I could play a long time for you. Because I want to let you know the blues ain't bad as you think it is, man. If you come to hear me, you know, I'm not going to make you sad. I'm going to make you sad. It's all right. Tim Wright. Tim Wright, I got the blues. Tim Wright. Shut. Oh, man, if I could play all night. I, I, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know they told me I'm, I'm running out of time, but I got to let you know that myself, the Stones, and everybody you know learned something from the Muddy Waters, the Howling Wolves, and T-Bone Walker, John Lee Hooker. Shh, I'm going to give you a little bit of Muddy Waters. Shh, shh, down here they don't have this on it but I didn't care no way excuse me the Egyptian woman told my mother just before I was born say you got a, a boy child coming gonna be a, a son of a gun he gonna make pretty women Running, jumping, shout. And the world don't want to know, yes. What's this all about? Because I'm here. And I shall love you too. But I'm a hoochie coochie man. And everybody knows I want to get funky for y'all before I leave you. I got a black cat bone. And I got a, a mojo too. I got a, a John the Conquer root. And I wanna mess with you. Lord, I can make you little girls. Lead me by my hands. Then the world gonna wanna know, yes, that I'm your hoochie, coochie man. Cause I'm here. I'd get funky than that if you want me to. <laughs> Am I running over time? If I'm running over time, y'all just stop me. Y'all just stop me. I, I feel good here tonight. Hello, E-Town. Hello, E-Town. Now listen to this one. The woman I love, man, you know she kind of she kind of big and fat <laughs> and 
what I like about that woman, let me tell y'all something, it's kind of good like that. <laughs> Hello, E-Town. I'm glad you invited me to be around. Got to love her with a feeling. Oh, you better not. Oh, shucks. Listen. The cops took that woman down, man. You know she did not. She didn't need no bail. She starts shaking for the judge. The judge put the in jail. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Tony Z on keyboard, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Z. Thank you so much. Mr. Jerry Porter on drums, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Porter. Mr. Orlando Wright on bass. Orlando. Mr. Frank Blanken on guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. J. Monahan on tenor saxophone, I love you. Thank you so much. Mr. Buddy Guy, along with his band, with Tony Z on the keyboards, Orlando Wright, Jerry Porter, Frank Blinkle, and Jason Moynihan. Buddy Guy, his latest CD out on Silvertone Records is called Sweet Tea. Buddy Guy from Chicago, Illinois. Well, we've got time to do one more song. I think you're going to like this one. We're going to... Uh, kind of dive into the, the world of the blues a little bit, come out with something a little different. This is, I think this is the first time these guys have, Odetta and Buddy Guy have ever been on stage together. Go down to Louisiana for a little New Orleans take on an old Lead Belly tune. Want to thank everybody for being part of the show this week. Of course, uh, uh, Odetta did a great job in New York City, Mr. Buddy Guy. Thanks so much for being here. Our award winner, Jenny Nelson. Sisters of the Road Cafe, Feeding the Homeless up there in Oregon. Uh, of course, Helen Forster, the E-Tones. We all had a good time this week. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week, right here, anytime.
were cordially invited to sing Good night Good night I really sure would like to hear you A good night I I'll see This is a production of E-Town.
Okay, there it was, a snapshot from 2001. Buddy Guy, great entertainer, great guitar player, and of course, the late, great Odetta on the same show. A wonderful award, Jenny Nelson, the Sisters of the Road Cafe. That's the way it was in 2001. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.